As an SEO coach, something I get asked regularly is, if I work from home, do I have to list my home address for my business to appear on Google Maps and for my website to rank well on Google? A couple years ago, the answer was, without a doubt, yes. However, over the last couple years, more and more small business owners have started operating their businesses from home. And for safety and other reasons, they've been hesitant to list their addresses on Google. Thankfully, Google heard the cries of both small business owners and frustrated Google users. We'll talk more about this in a minute. And you no longer have to make your home address public on your Google business profile to appear in what a lot of us refer to as Google Maps, but is actually what Google refers to as Google's local pack. Side note, you do still have to provide Google with an address when you create a Google business profile. Google uses your address to verify that you and your business are real, but you do not have to list your address online publicly. With this in mind, in this episode of Priority Pursuit, I want to break down whether or not you personally should consider making your address public on your Google business profile based on your personal needs, business model, and how you serve your customers. Hey there, I'm Victoria Rayburn, a wedding photographer, small business owner, and marketing expert who doesn't believe work-life balance exists. I, probably like you, love both my family and my business, and for years I thought that if I worked hard and implemented enough self-help tips and tricks, every facet of my life and business would fall into place, leaving me feeling rested and satisfied. And, well, friend, that has yet to happen because life and business are demanding and every season brings new challenges. While I don't believe we can reach true work-life balance, I do believe there's power in determining your priorities, both in your personal life and in your business, and making choices and creating systems based around what's most important to you and what's going to lead to results. When it comes to your priorities in your personal life, I want to help you remember what's most important to you and show you how you can protect these priorities by setting boundaries and putting time on your calendar for what matters most. When it comes to your business, I want to help you determine what's already working well for you and help you implement proven marketing and business strategies. This way, you can prioritize the tactics that work, ditch the ones that don't, and feel confident in your ability to run your business, meet your goals, and serve your customers. Relationships, effective marketing strategies, setting boundaries, delegating, creating an incredible client experience, and keeping your priorities at the core of everything you do are exactly what you, experts, and I will be discussing every week. Now, whether you're walking your dog, you're driving to a shooter job, or you're snuggled up on the couch with a glass of wine, get ready to grow, learn, and assess your priorities. You're listening to the Priority Pursuit Podcast. Now, before we get into the nitty gritty of whether or not you should publicly list your home address and your business profile, I want to explain what Google's local pack is. Now take a deep breath because if you've ever searched for a nearby business or service, you've already seen this Google search feature. When you conduct a Google search with local intent, meaning you're looking for something nearby or in a specific area, the local pack is one of the very first search results options you're going to see. The local pack is simply a map displaying businesses and three listings. You can see more if you click, but all of these results in the section are going to be relevant to your search, primarily based upon their location. Now, another quick side note, honestly, this episode is going to be full of a lot of side notes, but the information displayed in the local pack is pulled from Google business profiles. This is one of the many reasons it's important for your small business to have and regularly update a Google business profile. 
Anyway, from an SEO perspective, ranking well in Google's local pack can be very rewarding as it's one of the very first search results Google users can see, which increases the chances that a Google user will visit your website and take action. Until recently, in order for your website to appear in the local pack, your address had to be listed online publicly because the local pack only displayed information that was consistent with Google Maps, meaning it only displayed businesses with physical addresses. However, now, while you can still see Google Maps listings within the local pack, Google also displays listings for other businesses in the same service area that do not have addresses publicly listed online. As a result, your website can now rank well within Google's local pack, whether your address is listed or not. Okay, so for many listening to this episode, I'm sure the fact that you no longer have to list your address online comes with huge relief. As small business owners, this algorithm update certainly comes with benefits for us, but I do think it's important to understand that Google made this update largely for the sake of its users. I mean, think about it. Google's goal is to serve its users, its customers, with the most relevant, accurate, and helpful information possible. As a result, Google doesn't want to share addresses for small businesses where customers are not welcome to stop by during business hours because inaccurate information is frustrating and confusing to Google users. If you've been listening to Priority Pursuit for any time at all, you know that I firmly believe that after your website and referrals, SEO is your most powerful marketing tool because when we think about search habits, when people are looking to invest in a product or a service, they are either going to ask friends and family for recommendations or they're going to go to Google. Sometimes they'll do both, but they are pretty much guaranteed to end up on Google. As a result, SEO is a unique way to get your product, your service, your content in front of customers who are actively looking for what you have to offer. And so much of SEO is making the powers that be at Google happy by abiding by their rules, guidelines, and wishes. With every Google algorithm update, Google is simply trying to offer better, more honest, and more helpful information. As a result, we, as small business owners, need to be honest in the way we represent our businesses online and likely need to do one of or a combination of the following things we're about to discuss in regards to how we display our addresses. So first, if you serve your customers in your home, it can be advantageous to list your address on Google. Now, when I say serve, I mean that you physically serve your customers face-to-face in your home. For example, you might be a hairstylist with a salon in your home where your customers physically come, or you could run a daycare out of your home, meaning you watch kids on your property, or you know maybe you're a photographer with a studio in your home. Basically, with Google's latest algorithm change, you only want to list your home address if you physically, not digitally, work with customers from your home. That said, even if you do offer physical services from your home, if you aren't comfortable listing your home address, know that you no longer have to. You can simply share your address directly with your customers. And if you decide not to list your address though, I do recommend listing your service area for the sake of your SEO, which is what we're going to discuss next. Now guys, this episode is specifically in regards to those who work from home. If you have a physical office space, definitely, definitely want to list your address, assuming you are comfortable with people being there with people showing up. But if you have a storefront, you know, list your address. All you have to do is swipe left or right. It's really easy and even kind of fun. 
You might think I'm talking about a dating app, but I'm actually talking about my bookkeeping app. QuickBooks Self-Employed. I love QuickBooks Self-Employed because it connects to my bank and PayPal accounts and keeps track of all of my business expenses and income. And it even automatically clocks my mileage, making it easy to write off my miles come tax season. Basically, QuickBooks Self-Employed keeps track of everything I need to file my business taxes, and all I have to do is swipe left or right to organize items into their correct categories. Then, when it's time to pay quarterly and annual taxes, my accountant simply opens my account and pulls everything she needs. I don't have to do a thing. If you handle your own taxes, QuickBooks Self-Employed also connects to TurboTax and other leading DIY tax programs, making it easy to file your business taxes on your own. I love QuickBooks Self-Employed because it allows me to feel confident going into tax season because I know nothing has been missed. If you'd like to make bookkeeping as easy as swiping left or right and save 30% off your first six months of QuickBooks Self-Employed, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com slash QuickBooks. Again, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com slash QuickBooks to receive 50% off your first six months of QuickBooks Self-Employed and to feel confident in your bookkeeping system. Now, if you don't physically serve your customers from your home and you don't want potential customers to just stop by, you no longer need to publicly list your home address to appear in Google's local pack. Instead, within your Google business profile, you'll want to list your service area or service areas. As of right now, Google will allow you to list up to 20 service areas. Now, for those who dream of traveling for work, like destination wedding photographers, I know what you're thinking. I'm going to list all of my dream work locations. And friend, per Google's recommendations, I want to encourage you to do otherwise. First, Google does not recommend using all 20 service areas. Instead, Google strongly recommends niching down to the areas where you actually serve. And then second... Google recommends only listing service areas that are within two hours of where your business is based. So if you work from home, two hours from where you live, not faraway areas where you dream of someday working. Perhaps this will change in the future, but this is Google's current recommendation. And just as a reminder, as small business owners, in order to get the most out of SEO, we need to make sure that we are making Google happy. But for non-studio photographers, makeup artists who only work on site, and other service providers who provide services outside of their homes, the fact that you don't have to list your address publicly but can still appear in Google's local pack is truly great news, and I hope this puts your mind at ease. Now, if you are listening to this episode and you're feeling a bit confused because you offer services both inside and outside of your home, like just for an example, you know, like a photographer who meets with clients in their home for consultations and album sales, but you know, you shoot outside of your home. Or another example could even be like a restaurant that does both dine-in and delivery options. Or, you know, my husband's a contractor, so that's where my head always goes. Like if you had a, we're a plumbing company where you know you have an office, you have a shop, however you're going into people's homes, you're going into businesses to offer services, you would be that hybrid option, that in-between that I'm talking about. And if you do fall under this category, you're going to want to complete both steps that we just discussed. This means that you're going to want to use your Google business profile to both list your address, assuming that you are comfortable with doing so. You want to make sure that you are safe about that. And then also list your service area or service areas. Now, if you're a web designer, graphic designer, or you offer another virtual service where you never meet with clients and you don't have a particular service area, 
this kind of puts you in a bit of a funny spot. And if that is the case, I highly recommend checking out how to do local SEO for businesses without physical locations, which is an article by Moz that includes some tips and tricks. However, I do want to make it clear that Google Maps and Google Local Search Pack simply weren't created for your business model. With both Google Maps and Google Local Pack, Google aims to help Google users find relevant products, services, and resources near them. You know, Local Pack, we're looking at a specific area. As a result, your SE strategy is going to look different from a local service or product-based business. Now, for the sake of keeping this episode at a reasonable length, we don't have time to get into all of that today. But again, I highly recommend checking out Maz's How to Do Local SEO for Businesses Without Physical Locations, and I will include that link in the show notes. Now, like I said before, Google strives to give its users the most accurate and helpful information possible. And with every algorithm update, Google is only trying to improve the service it provides. That said, because previous algorithms operated differently and weren't as advanced, SEO experts more or less advised small business owners to be sneaky because at the time, Google favored businesses that publicly listed their addresses. However, Google essentially saw the sneakiness, decided these tactics didn't serve Google users well, and now wants small businesses to avoid the following according to Moz. So one, Google wants us to avoid listing unstaffed offices, virtual offices, PO boxes, UPS boxes, or other false addresses. Basically, if you don't serve your customers from this address, don't list that address. Google takes that as just being sneaky and trying to find a workaround. Something else that Google now wants us to avoid is asking a friend or family member if you can use their address because they live within the area where you'd like your business to rank. Not only is this a big ask to make of your loved ones, but if you don't work from this location, claiming your loved one's address as your own is false. And if Google can connect the dots, the search engine isn't going to like this dishonesty. And then the third thing that Google wants us to avoid doing is listing a co-working studio's address as our own. Now, the exception to this rule would be that you are a member of a co-working studio where you have a given suite number which means you have your own address within that building. And it's actually your own address. It's not the building's address. It is your own address because you have an assigned suite and you serve or meet with clients in this space. We're going to take a quick break because I can't help telling our photographer friends about something that saved me hours upon hours of work and given me freedom. Photographers, have you considered outsourcing your editing? Now, I know what you're going to say. I can't outsource my editing. An editor won't be able to match my style. But friend, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. I've been working with Photographers Edit for years, and their team of experienced editors match my editing style perfectly because one, they took the time to get familiar with my preferences and brand. Two, they look at the sample edits I include in each Lightroom catalog. And three, they allow me to submit feedback after every project so that next time things are even better. Outsourcing my editing to Photographer's Edit has drastically streamlined my workflow. I mean, after I shoot a wedding or session, I simply call the images and mark the photos I want to blog using Photo Mechanic. Then I create a Lightroom catalog and only edit the photos I plan to blog and share on social media. I add a green label to the photos I edit, share the catalog with Photographer's Edit, and they use the photos I mark in green as samples to finish editing the remaining images. From there, Photographer's Edit sends the catalog back to me within a few days. I review the images, export them, and share my clients' galleries with them. 
Outsourcing my editing has given me the freedom to spend more time with Zach, go to bed at a reasonable time, better serve my clients, and work on projects I'm actually excited about, like this podcast. Right now, editing is likely taking up most of your time, but I can tell you from experience that it doesn't have to. To receive 50% off your first order from Photographer's Edit, go to victoriarayburnphotography.com PE or simply use code VRayburn at checkout. Again, that's victoriarayburnphotography.com PE or use code VRayburn at checkout. So, do you have to list your home address for your business to appear in Google Maps or Google's local pack if you work from home? The answer is now no. Essentially, just be honest. Share accurate information that you feel comfortable sharing. Don't put false information online. Follow Google's guidelines and rest easy knowing that Google is constantly striving to make improvements that benefit the usability of their platform for both businesses, big and small, and Google users. Whether it makes the most sense for you to list your address or just your service area, know that you do now have an option, but I want to encourage you to take action regardless of which option works best for you. Remember, Google is the leading search engine. SEO does have the power to get your products, your content, your services in front of people who are actively looking for what you have to offer, and you don't want to miss out on this opportunity. If you'd like to learn more about SEO or if you have other SEO questions, I want to encourage you to check out previous SEO episodes of Priority Pursuit. I firmly believe that my SEO background is why I'm able to be a full-time wedding photographer and because SEO has helped me live out my dream, we regularly discuss SEO tactics, strategies, and Google algorithm updates on the show. If you were interested in checking out past episodes, simply check out the show notes. I will include links to all of those episodes. And as a thank you for tuning in, photographers, if you're not a photographer, I'm so sorry, but I do have a resource to share with photographers. Photographers, be sure to download a guide for photographers, how to identify keywords for SEO that will help you book more clients. This guide walks you through how to identify keywords based on your goals and then exactly where to put them in your website. And if you are interested in checking out that resource, I will include a link to that guide in the show notes as well. But guys, thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for talking about SEO, which you know is one of my very favorite topics. And I hope that we can hang out again next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Priority Pursuit Podcast. For access to all the links and resources mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes or go to prioritypursuit.com. To ask questions, share your wins, and connect with other priority-focused creative entrepreneurs, join the Priority Pursuit Podcast community on Facebook. Or don't hesitate to shoot me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Victoria L. Rayburn. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. This will help get Priority Pursuit in front of other creative entrepreneurs wanting to lead priority-focused lives. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm already looking forward to chatting with you again next week.